G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. Vision 180. Live different. Different. We are joined by the beautiful Leanna Crawford all the way from Nashville. How are you doing, Leanna? I'm so good. So good. Thank you for having me, Mel. So 2020, talk to me about 2020. It's been such a rough year for so many people in the music industry. What was it, what was it like for you and how did it affect you personally? You know, I mean, it was wild for everyone. There's so much that I'm grateful for, though, in that year. I think for me as an artist and what I've learned, like I'm still definitely like a newer artist, but something that I've loved for literally forever is just like getting to play live shows and getting to meet people from all over. Literally my favorite thing about like all, like I just think that's so special. And so for that to like, for me to not be able to do that really was definitely, um, it, it, it was definitely weird. Like it's just, that's what I've done. And so that was just, it's so weird and that's everyone is in the same boat like that's what you know a lot of us love to do um but uh, there's also like so many sweet things that happened and i like am just it, it was honestly i feel like i like learned a lot like we all did probably um but it was that was definitely you know as an artist that was that was awful hard um and i miss that i'm ready to like really you know start again like we all are but that was definitely a tough part of it. Totally. And what did you, so? What did you get up to? Did you did you have any side hobbies? Did you get into songwriting? Did you do something completely random and make banana bread? Like <laughs> that's what I did. <laughs> I still learned how to make sourdough. <laughs> did you did learn? You really? Yeah. I've never. Because I, I just was at home all the time, and I'm like, oh, what can I do? I just got into baking. But <laughs> that is so impressive. Sourdough bread is really hard. I've heard. Anyway, it is I hard. Know. Yeah. I I actually baked banana bread the other night and it like turned out like okay. <laughs> I'm just not really a baker. I can make like two things. So like that that's really shit. Um I took up actually I took up tennis which is so random. Yeah. It's like so fancy. But I love anything like outside and so I literally play tennis like every single day, especially when it like first started. Like, I just play tennis every day, and I'm still not good at it, but I, like, <laughs> love it. So, that was something, uh, actually, like, so I live in Nashville with my sister, and then my family actually lives across the country on the West Coast, and so for the first three months when it all started, we decided to go home and just, like, do everything from Zoom and, like, kind of do everything like everyone else was. So, we just, like, went home and, like, hung out with them for three Aww. months, which is crazy. So I was, like super super sweet and it's like I, I like that part was was really sweet because it was so weird right and we were all like obviously like it's still weird but that was a, a sweet thing to look at something and and my parents were like you guys should just come home <laughs> so we did and it was so that was really sweet but yeah the tennis I played a lot of tennis that's awesome <laughs> it's good to have that excuse to spend time with family like it, you know even though it all sucks it's kind of nice to just have that Okay, like it's okay. We can just relax and hang out. There's not much else we can do. So it, yeah, it's it's kind of good and bad. Oh yeah, absolutely. No, it was like it was sweet. So I'm very thankful for that part of it. So take us back to the beginning of Leanna Crawford. How did you get into writing music? Did you always want to be a songwriter, or did it just kind of happen? 
Yeah, I always, always, always loved singing. Always, always, so many. Always, I, I, love, I was like super annoying as a kid. I would just like sing all around the house, and I would never stop singing. I was always making songs up like all the time, and it was just a part of me. And then I loved performing, and so I started doing musicals. And then in high school, I went to our church's youth group. And I, like, didn't know anyone, and I thought, well, maybe I can make friends on the worship team. So I, like, tried out, and they let me on. I had no idea how to lead worship. <laughs> and, and they said, they let you anyway. So I kind of I started making friends that way and just fell in love with it. Um, and then when I was 15, I wrote my first song. Um, I didn't know any chords on guitar, but I just played, like, two sort of not really chords, and I made a song. And that's kind of where it started. And then I went actually on a, a mission trip to Haiti. Uh, my church has been going there for years and years. And so on that trip, it's so like weird, but like not weird, but I felt like God was calling me to do music. And at first I thought it was kind of selfish. And I was like, well, that's kind of like what I want to do. I don't know that, but I like really felt like, like he was. And so I just walked through different doors that he'd opened. And um, I ended up going to school for music business, which is really like a music degree or a business degree. Um, and which I like really enjoyed. It was a small Christian school near my hometown. Um, and then before my junior year, I went to the songwriting conference. And at that conference, I met Matthew West, um, who is a songwriter and artist. He's amazing. And the first night of that conference, they did an open mic. And this is like just like a funny part of my story, but totally random and so wild. Not random. It's all God, but it's just like so wild. Um, and open mic, the first night of this conference, and no one would really get up to sing because like no one signed up for it. So they literally called four names, and it was just like crickets. So awkward. And I'm like sitting in my seat, like, what am I going to do if I get called? So they call my name, and I like, borrow someone's ukulele and I jump up and sing and he happened to be there that night um he wasn't even supposed to be there it was like before it started and so he uh uh he uh heard me sing and ended up sending that he took a video and ended up sending it to his wife and uh and his girls and come to find out that he had just spoken at um someone that had really championed and mentored him in Nashville and helped him he had just spoken at her memorial service and he felt like God was putting on his heart to mentor and like help someone. So he actually ended up inviting me out to Nashville and we started writing together. And then later I went on tour. And so I was like, I, it was like a dream. Like I was singing at literally everything before that. Like I was singing at birthdays and, and, you know, funerals and weddings and like all the things, like I was just singing everything. And then he invited me out to Nashville and then we wrote together. And then a year later he invited me out on tour crazy and then I ended up moving to Nashville and so I've been in Nashville three years now um and have I'm just yeah I've gotten to tour with different people and um then I like it's so wild to even say I got signed well this is crazy I got signed the fall of 2019 um and like a lot of new artists did and then like 2020 happened and so not that everything just froze but like it all kind of froze. Oh, <laughs> but, like, no. I'm so but that's where, that's kind of where it all started. So that was like long, but that's kind of where I came from. That is amazing. I love that, how God just kind of put everything in place in order. And you got signed before COVID, because if COVID happened before that, who knows what would have happened? So true. Oh my gosh, you're so right. Yeah, it was all, all in whole timing. And they're yeah, amazing. So I'm so thankful. But it is wild. Yeah, wow. totally wild. So is that Matthew West's label that you're signed to now? So it is actually his imprint. So it's with um, Provident Label Group. Um, they they have they have Matthew sign there, um, Casting Crown, Zach Williams, Torn Wells, um, some you know like newer artists that aren't that. I'm just kidding. Um, and then 
they're they they're amazing uh, and a bunch of awesome awesome artists they just have such a great roster anyway so then it's, it's his, his imprint through them very cool congratulations oh thank you you're so kind oh my goodness thank you it's fun to share it's cool to see how god like at the time i just i had no idea right and that's like usually i feel like how it goes it's like even like i was you know, just like worried about certain things and you're like, no, like it, it all works out and maybe not in that way, but like God, God has like the bigger picture and like, we don't always know some things we'll never understand, but it's just cool to look back and see. Then you also released your self-titled EP. We are loving it. Um, do you want to share, like, what's the main message that you want to get out through your album? Oh my goodness. Well, thank you. You're so kind. Um, it's so cool to just like think that you guys are playing it over there. Yeah. So that's cool. Thank you. Yes, um, of course. Yeah, that's wild. Um, yeah, I I have a, I felt like when God gave me that calling at 16, I felt like for some reason it was like specifically for like young girls and I didn't really understand what that meant. But I grew up listening to Brit Nicole and Francesca Battistelli and even like Zoe Girl, if you remember them back in the day. Yes, I used to love Zoe Girl. Yes, yes, I was like, so just like inspired by them and I I felt like that was what he was kind of calling me to do in a way and not that I'm some amazing person or like whatever it was just that like like hey I want I want you to do that I didn't even know what that meant um and so that's a huge part of my heart is just I think reminding girls especially that like hey they're not alone and maybe I don't know what you're going through exactly right now but uh but like I I just like want to encourage you wherever you're at um I think I, I want people to know that like not not I think I have a song called Mean Girls on there if you've heard that one yes. but that one's just it's about the power of words and that like it's kind of a, an honest song in that it there's like hope in it but it's also that like words hurt um and I think especially with like social media nowadays it's it's really hard to like not compare ourselves and to not worry about all that stuff but but like ultimately those are not the words that matters it's like the word of God and scripture and so um just to like to to hopefully be that for for someone else, and I hope that everyone gets something out of it. Um, but that's definitely a lot of where like my heart is, and just sharing my story. And because it's like power, it's just so powerful when we share our stories. And and regardless of you know whatever we've been through, like God uses that, and so it's just it's cool. Um, and that's yeah, my hope is that it just encourages others, and especially those girls that hear it. Yeah, we well, are certainly doing that. We are loving your track. You touched on Mean Girls. Um, is there a story behind that song or was that just kind of from your heart? Like, did, did that come from any particular situation? Yeah, words, I'm like a, a words of uh, affirmation person. Like, if you've ever done like the five love languages. Yeah. Yeah. So, I'm, that's definitely like my number one, for sure. Um, and just that the words have just obviously I think with all of us right like for some reason it's like the the painful and like hurtful words even if someone doesn't mean to say them those are the words that like seem to impact us for way longer the encouraging words are like great and we forget about them and we just remember those ones um and I was on Instagram one day it's so funny and I was watching Natalie Grant's stories and she was talking about how she was at um the doctor's office with her daughter and she her overheard a mom and her, her daughter, it wasn't Natalie, it was someone else, um, and the, the daughter stepped on a scale, and the mom kind of, like, exclaimed, like, just kind of said it really loudly, like, oh, wow, like, you've gained a lot of weight, or what, like, it was something like that, 
And so Natalie was kind of going off and I was like, oh, wow, that's like really powerful. Just like about being careful what we say. And so like I thought of like the time like I was eight years old and it's like the first time that, that someone like I was playing dolls literally with my friend and she like made a comment about my weight. And I don't think she meant to be mean, but it was like the first time I like looked at my body in a different way. And I remember just like crying to my mom, like, mom, like, I don't understand. And, and, and that was kind of like the first time. And then just different, obviously we all have experienced this, but just different, you know, things that stick with you. And, and I've noticed it's not, and sometimes people don't even mean to be mean, but then I've even noticed, especially in my twenties now, and my sister has called me out on this a lot, that, that I'm realizing that, that sometimes like the meanest person is actually myself. Um, and, and I know that like the things that I say to myself, I would never say to anybody else. And I think that's where a lot of us are at. And we like think thoughts and it's not like a, Oh, like, you know, positive self-talk. Cause I, and that's, there's nothing wrong with that, but it's like, God wouldn't want us saying that to ourselves because like we're his creation and we're fearfully and wonderfully made. And so like, he wouldn't want us to like look in the mirror or whatever and be like, you're, you know, you're a failure, whatever it is. Like he thinks that like, he thinks that we're worthy enough that like he died on the cross for us. And so that's just like what I have to remember and that I, yeah, I hope people get that out of it. Yeah. That's so good, Leanna. You're like a breath of fresh air. <laughs> I'm loving it. Oh, thank you. So You're good. so kind. Thank you. So have you had much feedback since the songs come out? Have you had many people reach out and can relate to you? There's definitely been, um, we just, we just put out a music video a few weeks ago and it's been really, uh, crazy to like read comments and see the response in a way that's just like totally humbling, but just like, oh, so many people, uh, that have just dealt with bullying or that have known, um, someone or their daughters or, or someone that's been bullied in a really real way. And, and that's like, so it's so heavy, um, but also like the hope of like, hey, like this, you know, this hurts, but also like God, like your worth is so much more than like those words. And that's like the whole premise, like the whole point of the song and the whole hope in the song, right? Um, it's just that reminder. Um, but that's been a lot of the feedback is just people that, that have been encouraged that have like been bullied or people that have known someone, which is just like every time I read it, I literally like it just like, it gives me a lot of perspective and it's it's really cool to just see it's like this has nothing to to do with me it's like all to do with like god and i hope this just continues to be what it is not like like i don't know like i'm not gonna be like oh i'm so great i just put this song out but but i think that's that's like it's wild to see i'm like oh wow like god like used my story and and he's like impacting these people and hopefully encouraging them that that have really struggled a lot with this and so it's it's been really cool and special and like heavy um just it um but just yeah it's been really sweet too mm, especially in the time of like tiktok and instagram i'm scared to bring a daughter into the world because <laughs> it's just that everyone's comparing each other all the time and um you wrote a song talking about body image as well called photoshop um can you tell us about that one as well we're loving that one yes Oh my goodness, yes, that one is uh, so fun. <laughs> I I love that one. Um, honestly, I just like, the. it is, I mean, honestly, it's like with 
TikTok and Instagram and all these things that we just like constantly compare ourselves. And it's like a, a similar message, but it's definitely takes like a lighthearted approach to it. Um, but just like, we are like fearfully and wonderfully made and like, we don't need any Photoshop. I saw this video the other day on Instagram that kind of just like blew me away, but it was this girl that has like the filter on her face and she kind of like scrolled over and it shows her real face. And she was just like, this is going to, like have a negative impact on like the our, like the future generation of girls because like of all the filters we use and and I'm not saying there's anything like there's nothing like wrong with them but there there is this ideal like you know we have this view of, of what perfection is when in reality like that's not even real that's not real life and so not that I like don't love filters like sometimes you know I'm not trying to say that but like but it's it's what yeah like what are we you know, like this, this culture, it's so hard because it's, it's not like I, I do use filters sometimes and I love them, but then I also want to be, you know, authentic and real. And, and I think that, you know, it's, there's such a realness to that of like, okay, what, you know, it, it looks like we're all perfect when in reality, like we're all not. And that's beautiful. Like that's such a beautiful thing. Like we're supposed to all be different shapes and sizes and look different. And I think there's, yeah, there's such beauty in that, but it's so hard because we don't even mean to, and we compare ourselves to everybody else. And so that's the, the heart behind Photoshop is just like, Hey, like you're beautiful just the way you are. And it's, it's a, just a, a fun new way to say it. I love it. And I love your um, film clip for it too. It's such a creative idea to do like the Photoshop and <laughs> switching the colors and everything. I love it. Oh my goodness. Thank you. That was so, so fun. I wish I could take credit for that idea. That was like all, all my label. They're amazing. Do you enjoy shooting film clips? I do. I love it. I get like kind of nervous. Like I get <laughs> like a little bit anxious. I think just because I'm like, I want it to go well. This is all very like there's cameras around. But then part of me also loves it. Like there, I mean, for, for the most part, I love it. Um, I've done a couple now and they've all been like very different experiences. But all like it's so crazy cool to get to work with these like amazingly talented people, um, and so I've I've loved it. Um, and there, yeah, I I love it. I get like sometimes a little stressed out, but for the most part, <laughs> I really have a lot of fun with it. It's a long day shooting, right? Is it? You're literally there all day. Yeah, yeah. So for I did one show the Photoshop music video. It's so funny that one we literally did in I think 45 minutes. Like it was so quick. What? And at the end, yeah, we did all these acoustic videos, and then they were like, "Hey, let's try to get this." We literally did it in like forty-five minutes, and they did like it was amazing. Wow! And that, that was so fun because I was just having the time of my life, and they were like, "Here, do this, do this," and I was just like, "It was so fun." And that's like so like I love doing that. I really do love all all the things. Um, and then the standing on music video that I did was an all-day thing from like. 8 a.m. to 8 p.m. Like it was all day and that was so fun. I, I really do love all of it. And then the Mean Girls video was actually just an evening. Um, they did the shooting um, with everyone in the classroom before and I like got to go watch it and that was so fun. And then we were like freezing cold in the football field at night shooting like an hour or two hours probably out in there. So it all depends. But it was it's been so special to just like, I don't know, it's such a different creative process. And so that's been really cool. And one more, I just want to ask you about your track, Truth I'm Standing On. Can you tell us a little bit about that one? Yeah, absolutely. So that one was written before. It was like beginning of 2019 after I heard um, a story of a woman named Joyce, um, who's from Florida here in the state. And Joyce had been walking with her husband through his battle with cancer. 
Um, and now she uh, has been walking walking that road of grief since he went home to be with Jesus. But during that, and she still continues to do this actually, which is amazing, but she would post a scripture during that journey. And every time she would post a Bible verse, um, she would use the hashtag truth to stand on. And I like heard that story and I was so encouraged because I was like, okay, she's going through the hardest season of her life. And she's not only like using that to encourage others, but she knows exactly where her truth um, like comes from or, or hope comes from and at the time I was going through a season of like anxiety um, and battling like I couldn't sleep and I was just feeling like I, I've never really like gone through that before I kind of went through like and had like a panic attack and it was just like this season of like I didn't really understand what I was going through and then I heard her story and I remember being so encouraged by it um, and then writing this song and just um, feeling like I really needed it um, and then we put it out into 2020 in a year where I think maybe uh, hopefully I think a lot of people needed it and the feedback that it got was really sweet just that you know we all need that reminder and we've all felt you know scared and doubt and like all of a sudden 2020 happened and we didn't have like any ground underneath us but we definitely like have that truth in, in the hope in God's word always because he's faithful. That's beautiful. It's, a, oh, it's so much more powerful when you know the story behind it. That's beautiful. Mm, thank you. And last question, I know we're short for time, but what's next for Leanna Crawford? Are you doing any touring or are you working on some new music? or What are you up to this year? Yes, so I am writing. I'm always writing and um, I have some songs I'm really excited about. So hopefully getting to put those out soon. Yay! Um, and then touring is like still kind of wild. There's some artists out on the road right now and some not. And so I, I am like down to do, you know, anything. So I'm just like, I'm here, you know, whenever we can. So I do have some shows coming up, which I'm really excited about um, here in, in the spring. And, um, and so, and hopefully I think a lot of summer stuff. And then we're just kind of seeing, we're just kind of, you know, hands are open and we're just like, here we go. But, I, but I'm so excited because I think, you know, I think we're going to be able to keep, you know, start doing it again more. So uh, that's kind of, yeah, 2021, which I'm excited. I love it. Bring it on. I love it. Yeah. I have a request like for people in Australia because we don't get to go to, there's a lot of tours that happen in America. You need to do like a live stream for us so we can all join in as well. <laughs> Yes, 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 yes. Oh my goodness, I will. I will do that. I mean, I'm working on that actually. I just need to get some good equipment. <laughs> yes, please do. But, okay, that's great. That's good to know. I will let you know. Okay. When I do that. For sure. You're so sweet. No, we love you. We love your music. Thank you so much for spending some time with us on Vision 180, Liana. Oh, my goodness. Thank you so, so much for having me. I love what y'all do. And, yeah, this has been an absolute blast. I ho- hopefully I can come see you guys someday, like, in person. Yeah. Have you ever been to Australia? Oh, my goodness. I would love to, but I've not. I've never been. I would love to go. Next big tour. Yeah. This is me just inviting myself. I'm just inviting myself there. Yeah, totally. Come. You can crash at our house. We've got a spare room. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Oh, thank you so, so much. Thank you. This has been so fun. Thanks for taking time to listen to this audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. To find out more about us, go to vision.org.au.